did that, we had also then um, went through all the hoops, got all the licensing to become notaries. Mobile <laughs> so, notaries. Mobile notaries. So that was going to be the, the next thing. And it just, that also is not our, Karina's like, what are we doing? This is just more paperwork. And it's like, <laughs> I'm already in finance and having I'm to do paperwork. And job. This wasn't what we, this isn't fun. <laughs> Hey Islanders and welcome to episode 157 of the Commando Voice. Today I speak with the founders of Tralala Art de Fleur. Please welcome Karina Nevertakis and Jacqueline McDermott. Hi, I'm Brandon Erickson and you're listening to the Commando Voice podcast where I interview local business owners, comedians, singers, and more. I dive into their backstory to find out how they got where they are what are some of the tips for you to do the same and find out where they're going? Tune in every week as I interview more of the people you see every day. Hey, Islanders, and welcome to another episode of the Commando Voice, where we release a new episode every Tuesday. How's your guys' week going? Um, getting off of another week for us. Um, kind of had a crazy weekend. Um, just a lot going on, as I mentioned before, with... Um, my mom and just kind of uh dealing with all of that as a family so just kind of working through all that um so kind of a you know down weekend but uh we're, we're back and uh bouncing back from it all um i've been trying to play around with an idea of maybe adding i don't know something a little bit more structure to the podcast in the sense of maybe having like i already have like basically once a month i do the featured artist of the month podcast um, but I'm thinking of trying to throw in another one. So if anybody has suggestions of what that should be, um, some other thoughts I had, we're just talking a little bit about, um, what events and things are going on in the Island, uh, maybe for that month. Uh, so kind of an overview. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm just I'm really, I mean, <laughs> as everyone is very busy, but with the kids uh, doing so many different events uh, and work being the way it is, I get, uh, I, there's a lot going on. And so I'm trying to figure out how do I maybe cut down a little bit, but still keep a, a rhythm of once a week podcast going. So uh, if you guys have any ideas, email me at voice at Camino Commons or reach out to me on Instagram at the Camino Voice. Uh, I'd love to hear from you guys if you have ideas. Um, and uh, yeah, want to keep going with the podcast, but uh, just trying to figure out a way to make it uh, more manageable. Um, I it also, uh, this is September, so I'll probably talk about this more as I get closer. Uh, I do plan on taking the month of December and probably beginning of January off uh, this year. Um, we just get really crazy busy here at the marketplace um, and other people are busy, so it's harder to get those interviews scheduled. Um, so again, I might do like a Christmas special in there or something like that, but for the most part, uh, probably off the mic, um, the month of December. So anyways, that's my housekeeping for the day. Um, okay. Into the podcast. So, um, today I'm interviewing Karina Nevertakis and Jacqueline McDermott. Um, and as I mentioned in the intro, they are the founders of Tralala Art de Fleur. Um, and you may actually have seen them here. Uh, they popped up here at the marketplace um, a couple times over the summer. Hopefully they'll be doing so more so as we get into next year's summer as well. Um, but they just started the business this year, uh, turned a VW bus into their uh, primary mode of uh, transporting the flowers and set up. If you've seen them outside, you see that they do a, a fantastic job getting set up. Um, and they sell art 
flours. Um, they've even sold baked goods, like little, uh, like these gluten-free cookies that I am not a gluten-free person. Um, and I don't usually enjoy gluten-free items, but their sugar cookies that they made were very good. So, um, yeah, but they are such joyful ga um, gals and they, um, really are just so sweet when you're talking with them. Uh, you know, they're both cancer survivors. So I feel like that puts your perspective of life in a different way um, when you realize uh, how fast things can change. Um, and so um, so we get into a lot of that um, and more uh, in this podcast. So uh, without further ado, here's my conversation with Karina and Jacqueline. Hey, Islanders, and welcome to another episode of The Command of Voice. Today, I'm here with the founders of Tralala Art de Fleur, uh, Karina Nevertakis and Jacqueline McDermott. Welcome Thanks. to the podcast. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Yeah. Uh, so before we get started, tell us a little bit about Karina and Jacqueline. Okay, well, we uh, grew up in Washington. We were, lived in California for my first five years and then moved here. My dad was military, so in the Navy. So okay. we went from California to Washington and ended up in Marysville. Uh, and we moved to Alaska for a few years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Anchorage, Alaska. Down. Yeah. So um, but we traveled quite a bit. We did growing up, and um, my dad ended up deci deciding to retire in Marysville. So we okay. did grow up in this area. Jackie ended up in Eastern Washington, mm -hmm. um, and lived there for how many years? Three years, um, almost twenty years. Okay. But before that, I had lived in the Midwest for a few years. Um, we brought Seattle coffee to Madison, Wisconsin. <laughs> so um, did that for a few years and then moved to New York City for a couple years after that and then back to Washington State. We were homesick, so. <laughs> okay. So yeah, traveled a, a little bit, but yeah, back here and then uh, ended up, our, we have another sister who lives in Eastern Washington and she moved there first way back in the early 90s. And then I went to visit for a summer and decided to move over. So I was there for almost 20 years before wow. moving back over here. So, okay. yeah. And so we hadn't got to see each other for quite a while. And um, so it's been great getting to catch up and hang out. And, and we've always wanted to start a business together, but it just never worked out timing-wise. And so, yeah, we, it just, the timing is good. And and uh, so we, we went for it. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Where are you guys in the birth order and everything? I'm middle child, so we have an older. I have an older sister who's three years older, and then Karina's six years younger. So. Okay. I'm but baby. we get asked if we're twins all the time. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So, yeah. Very cool. Um, so you guys said you grew up in Marysville then. Mm -hmm. um, how was that for you growing up in that area? It's fun. It's changed so much over the years. But when we first moved there, I think there was like a Dairy Queen and a Kmart. Right. What's going on? Um, so it's definitely evolved. But it was a lot of fun. The community there was amazing. We got to make a lot of really good friends. And the school was great. We went to Marysville Pilchuck High School. So oh, nice. Yeah. It was a great, great place to be. Mm -hmm. Nice. So then as you guys were growing up then, what were you guys kind of, uh, I guess individually, what were you guys thinking as far as like what you wanted to do with your lives and where you wanted to go? And I always thought I would be in fashion or interior design of some sort because okay. that's my creat creativity is uh, fashion, design, um, party planning, event planning. That's kind of what I had a passion for. But at 19, I ended up working at Roy Robinson Chevrolet and saw the opportunity in their finance department and thought, you know what, I could easily do that job. And it turned into a 28-year-long career in wow. the finance industry. So it was 
it was great. Um, by the time I was 19, I was a director running the department and got into management very early. And it's, it's been wonderful, but things ch have shifted in our lives um, due to cancer and some unforeseen events that life's short. And I thought, you know what, I've, I have other passions and things that I want to experience. So I decided to step back and I'm semi-retired. I only work a couple days a month right now in the finance industry and the rest of my time is devoted to me and Jackie's business. So okay. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Very cool. I've always been more of the free spirit, so <laughs> I've always wanted to pursue art, but um, I got married at a very young age, started a family, and um, actually bought a motorhome and moved into it with my family at an age before that became a popular thing, <laughs> and uh, traveled, like I said, moved to um, the Midwest, moved to New York, came back, and so I've always been in more of a support role. Um, I did um, billing for 10 years uh, for my husband's physical therapy practice and okay. just um, raising the kids. I have five, five daughters, and so, um, I, but I've always thought art would be my thing, you know. Yeah. I, I've always wanted to paint. Every time I'd go to museums or galleries, it just, in my heart, was like, this is what I really want to do, but just life got in the way. And right. so, um, it was actually one weekend... Um, Back in 2012, uh, I went to a funeral service of a relative, and she was not a professional artist, but she had done art her entire life. And I wasn't close with, it was a relative of my husband's. So they, they had this service at a beautiful winery. They had her year's worth of artwork displayed at this service, and it just, the light bulb clicked, and I was like, what if I die tomorrow and I never got to pursue my art? I'm doing it. So I went home that weekend. I signed up for my very first workshop over here on Woodby Island. Nice. <laughs> and yeah, and I was like, I'm doing it. So um, it actually coincided at a time when Karina was going through her cancer journey. So we were able to come together. We rented a little cabin on Woodby Island and and uh, she was struggling at the time. So that was a little challenging going to this workshop during the day and then coming back to the cabin scene her struggle, but um, but it yeah just started from there, and then I, I just kept pursuing the art side of things. So um, ended up connecting with a publisher in San Francisco. So I got um, exposure, you know, different places, Wayfair and Pier One Imports and places like that started carrying my work. Okay. And then um, got into a couple of galleries over in Coeur d'Alene and uh, Spokane area and then started my own little gallery, um, and then my cancer hit. So, so okay. that put a halt on my, uh, my passion for a little bit. So, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Um, I, I was curious, when you were moving around, um, you said your husband has a, did you say physical therapy? Uh-huh, practice, yeah. Practice? I've been married twice, actually. So okay. my, my first husband is who I was traveling around with, and Got we it. actually okay. started the coffee company, moved that over to the Midwest, okay. and we had a... An investor who wanted to open several locations uh, around Madison, around the capital. Yeah. And so we we brought in the uh, Seattle-style coffee bars, and people are like, you know, what is this? We're used to <laughs> farmers' coffee, you know. And we're like, no, these are lattes. They're really good. Trust us, you know. Um, so we had a lot of fun with that. It was a great experience. Yeah. And then. Um, our daughters got offered modeling contracts in New York. So okay. we're like, you know what? Let's just go. You know, we're yeah. going to have some fun. And at that point, the, the coffee uh, companies were you know, being handled. And so we 
We're like, we're just going to go for a summer. We'll see how it goes. And we ended up there for almost two years. And uh, it was a crazy experience. Yeah. <laughs> it was a whirlwind. Yeah, three little kids in New York City. Um, and he was getting into tech. And so he was doing all the studying to learn cybersecurity and all of that. Okay. So that's, that was his gig. And I was running the kids around the city every day. And, wow. And, uh, yeah, so it was quite an experience. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, Very cool. so I can always say I can drive anywhere in the world now because I've driven in New York. Yes. <laughs> so. Yeah, that, I don't think I'd be up for that. No. <laughs> awesome. So, and then, Karina, when you were doing, stepping into the management role at the finance, um, what were things that, because I feel like you probably had a lot of people, because finance is an older industry, there's just people that have been there for a long time. Yeah. So you're stepping into this role where you're managing people that are well above your age, yes. well more probably experienced and stuff. What were things that you kind of did to try and ease that and make, like, gain the respect and everything? You know, I think um, because it was, we were all, it was a, w- a group of women that were working in the finance department at the time, and it was a very, I was lucky because it was a very supportive group. Mm-hmm. And I think along the way, um, they had respect of the fact that I had trained throughout all the different departments in the dealership before I landed there. So yeah. I think I had. They had my back, basically. I think it was just the right management team, the right employees underneath of me. Um, and I think they just saw the, the drive that I had. So just knowing, learning from my mentors within the dealership and outside of the dealership, I think just having a really good supportive group yeah. makes such a difference. So yeah. it's, yeah, it was the best experience I could possibly have stepping in at such a young age. Nice. And did you continue with that company or did you move on to new I stayed with that company for over 20 years. Okay. So I didn't, the only reason I left is when I got the cancer, I realized I'd started there right out of high school. I had not experienced any other job. And I thought, you know, I wanted to take a couple of years and travel. I'd always been a little bit more shy and introverted when it came to traveling by myself. I wasn't very independent. I always had people going with me. And I thought, you know what? I wanted to step into a role where I could train finance departments. So I actually took a job with a company in Florida. Okay. Um, my boss actually lived in Maine, so it's farthest end of the oh. right <laughs> states that you could be. Um, but it was fun because I got to go to Hawaii, California, Las Vegas, Florida, and basically all of the West Coast. Yeah. I was um, tra- training finance department. So it was just a great opportunity to be independent, you know, get my own rental car, stay in the hotels by myself, go to dinner by myself, which I still don't like to do. But <laughs> it forced me out of my comfort zone of just, you know, life is short. I want to be able to experience other things. So it was a good opportunity for two years. Yeah. So um, I did that. I ended up, unfortunately, my kids were in high school at the time. And I had a son who was getting a little unruly. So mom had to come back home and rein him in a little bit. Yep. I think we all go through those phases with our kids. So yes. um, it put me back into finance for a while. But in between, it's. I think I was always their Christmas time tree decorator or creating the warm <laughs> space for the customer, whether it be buying the plants or you know setting up a coffee area for them. So I always knew I had that love of art and interior design as well as the finance side to myself. So I think me and my husband, when Jackie moved over, we thought, you know what, life is short. After going through the cancer, instead of doing something that I'm I'm good at and is a good income. I want to do something that I love and I have a passion for. So we actually kind of downsized. We sold the farm, sold our home that was on Warren Beach and decided to get into a little flip home instead. And <laughs> Well, that was my fault because actually when I moved over, I was 
thinking, I'm going to get a Sprinter van, I'm going to travel a little bit, just do my art. And they were like, great idea, we're going to sell our house and come with you. And then they sold the house and her husband got cold feet and he's like, no, we're going to buy a flip house instead, we're going to stay. So, so we ended up, actually we bought, we bought a retro, new retro motorhome down in Arizona and drove it home last, yeah. Yeah, last year. Yeah, last summer. And okay. so we did a little bit of travel, and we went to Greece for three weeks. Yeah. And, oh, wow. And yeah. we took a road trip across the country and, and came back last last year mm-hmm. at this time. So nice. we've got, got our travel in, but, yeah, it wasn't quite what I was planning. Not full <laughs> nomad, yeah. But, yeah. And then I always wanted a Vida bus, and so that's how this kind of came about, the tra-la-la, was, you know what, let's figure out a business we can do together with our passions, and because she loves floral design, I do the art. And so uh, we started looking for buses, and, and uh, we ended up finding one down in San Diego, had the check in hand, we booked our flights, we flew down there, and the guy had totally photoshopped the Im- interior images. And we're like, no way, we are not getting this bus, oh it's awful. Yeah. yeah, so that didn't work out, and we thought, you know, we'll, we'll uh, make a trip of it, and we'll go to Napa. We got a rental car to drive through Napa on the way home, and, and uh, the rental car had like 1,200 miles on it, and the transmission went out. So we were like, okay, we don't get to see Napa. <laughs> go home and start over. So we found uh, the bus that we ended up with in Bend, Oregon. So yeah. we told the guy, okay, we want a video walkthrough <laughs> before we come down there. So we booked flights, and then we had that big snowstorm that hit in, in that area. In Portland. <laughs> so Karina and I are driving this bus home that we'd in never, you know, we hadn't even driven a manual in years, either of us, so we're... It was quite a trip. Let's just do it. Yeah. So, so yeah, we just then came up with the name and the logos and and started connecting with flower vendors and um, yeah, it was yeah, it was so well. We actually we drove the van home and the next morning it didn't start. So we first had to start at the mechanic shop and get everything <laughs> tuned up. But it was a small fix, so it was good. But, wow. Yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah. quite we the drive too. And there's some. Like, I've made that drive to Bend before mm-hmm. uh, a couple times, and uh, there's those stretches where there's nothing. Yes, I'm and like, that's, that's what. Terrifying. Well, yes, and it was doing this little stutter thing, and we're like, oh, keep going. And so we knew if you pushed the gas pedal down all the way, it wouldn't do it. So we kept doing that. And Karina's like, well, Jackie, you just got to keep doing that. And I was like, we're in a 35 mile an hour zone. I'm not going to push the pedal. Push the pedal. <laughs> go bombing through town but we were yeah so we were hopping our way home <laughs> so, oh goodness uh, yeah so very it's been cool. an adventure <laughs> <laughs> that was just day one <laughs> yes well and then we had uh the late growing season so we had everything ready to go we were reaching out to all the local flower farms and they're like we don't have flowers yet sorry <laughs> so we're like okay we're starting a flower business and we no don't flowers. have flowers <laughs> So luckily, it worked out right before our first event uh, to get the flowers. So nice. it was nice, yeah. So and it's been good, good since that. Everyone has been so supportive, yes. and we didn't know, you know, how the community would be or how they would respond or the, you know, the other floral vendors. And everyone has just been so supportive and encouraging, welcoming. and yeah, very welcoming. So it's been it's been really nice to, nice. yeah, yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Awesome. So, um, so we've touched on it a few different times now, um, but it sounds like Karina started with you. Um, tell us a little bit about your journey with cancer and how that all unfolded. 
definitely. Well, we had a cousin who unfortunately in 2011 was diagnosed with triple negative breast cancer on our dad's side. And, you know, my dad having three girls got a little worried and wanted us all to go get checked. And I thought, well, I'm pretty young to get checked at 34, but okay. So we all went and got checked. Well, our oldest sister found out she had pre-cancer. So luckily she did go get checked and she ended up having a double mastectomy. Uh, the next year, I, something in me just said, let's go get checked again. And Jackie's doctor had even said, no, we could wait three years. And I said, no, I just really think we need to go get checked. And thank goodness that we did because I ended up, they said it was pre-cancer. So I elected for a double mastectomy. Well, in the pathology report, they found out I actually had triple negative breast cancer stage one. So if I had not done the surgery, I wouldn't be here today. Wow. So I was very lucky at a young age. And so I went through the treatments, ACT, chemotherapy. It was about a year of treatments and reconstructive surgeries to fix some things that had happened during chemo. Um, but it just made me really evaluate life is so short. And I, the job, finance job was amazing, but it was long days. You could easily be there 10 to 12 hours a day in that position. And I thought, you know what? I'm so appreciative of everything they've done for me, but I need to try something different. I need to experience things a little bit more and travel I really that's my passion is I want to travel internationally yeah. and through un, the United States so mm-hmm. just really changed my perspective of you know life is short and I think positive outlook positive outcome helped me to get through it definitely mm-hmm. yeah. um, not being scared just going in with a, I'm, I've got this I had a great family support if you can have that great network my mom and dad actually moved in with us for six months wow. to help out with the kids my husband went to every single appointment work was great with him you know being there to support me my brother-in-law was willing to uproot his job at a hospital in eastern Washington to come work and live with us and take care of me so just I think that's the biggest thing is just having that network of support to get you through those tough times um, yeah. really makes a difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And were you guys, because you mentioned you went to Whidbey Island during that time for a class. Was that just a getaway spot or were you guys out there? It was a, No, it was just a girls get, weekend getaway and my sister was going to be taking an art class, but I ended up getting a staph infection. So I was extremely oh. sick and oh, no. had to go to the emergency room, kind of cancel the trip short during yeah. the trip. So, yeah. But it was, yeah. So it was just one of those hurdles we had to get over as part of the treatment. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then, and then yeah. Jacqueline, you you then, it happened with you as well then? Yes. Yeah. Actually, it was just this surreal kind of a weird time. Um, our, our dad had actually passed away suddenly of a heart attack and we, you know, it was very unexpected. Mm. Twelve days later, my daughter gave birth two months early to my granddaughter. So she was in NICU. And it was then it was very shortly after that that I went in and and discovered I had the cancer as well. Uh, mine was a different kind than Karina's, but um, it was a hormone positive and negative uh, combo. But so, yeah, I went in and we, we all did the gene testing. We're actually part of uh, University of Washington study right now because we have so many members of our family that have had cancer. Really? Um, they're trying okay. to find that connection. Um, and our cousin, who originally was diagnosed that started all the research, uh, passed away last this last summer. So mm-hmm. she, her, she had a reoccurrence. And so that was our cross-country trip was to go see her and say goodbye. Oh. But, um, but yeah, so I um, also, you know, I tested positive for RAD51C gene, which is like 1% of the population has that. Um, so they did hysterectomy, they did the mastectomy, and then I ended up with adhesive capsulitis in my shoulder from the surgery, which then spread to the other side. So I had frozen, sh- basically frozen shoulder on both sides. Oh. For a year and a half, I was walking around like a penguin. <laughs> so. 
so that halted my art for a little bit. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, it's, I just persisted with, um, I dove into research on nutrition and um, health and environmental causes. And so I, I learned a lot, which was really good. Um, I was already vegan before that, but okay. that I just went, you know, more into juicing and supplements and um, just extremely, uh, just being very careful of what I'm putting on my body and my body. Um, and so, yeah, I've made full recovery. Um, did find, we both, my older sister and I have found some skin cancer, so we've been dealing with that as well. But, um, but just like Karina said, it's that positive environment that gets you through all those things and yeah. just having that support and um, good friends good family people reaching out and just embracing you helping you through it I think it just makes a huge difference so yeah so we just it, both have that you know life is short so um, you know what better time to go experience it <laughs> you know yeah. and not be stuck in a rut so yeah, yeah. yeah. well so. Thank you both of you for sharing that. Yeah. Um, it's um, just with my interactions with you guys here at the comments and when you've been at different events and stuff, um, you guys are both just so um, joyful and um, such a positive energy. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I think a lot of people, they can go through things like that and they can kind of go either way. They can, they can kind of go deeper into that depression of like, well, now what's going to happen? Or right. they can decide they're going to push through and, and not just survive, but but excel and right. thrive. Right. And so, um, yeah, that's that's very cool that you guys. Um, not cool that it's happened, right? Um, yes. But your guys is you know, in life we don't get to choose what happens to us; we get to choose how we react to what exactly, happens to us. exactly. Um, yes, <laughs> that's what my counselor said. <laughs> so, um, awesome. So then. All of this, you've, you've mentioned how you guys got the bus, but you guys said that even from the beginning, you guys knew that you wanted to do something together. What were, just for fun, what are some of the other ideas or thoughts that you guys had of starting businesses together? With? Well, we, <laughs> we actually first started with um, Monate. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, so or organic yes. products, because we knew that would be good for not only our health, but to help others and share the information. But we're, we're not as comfortable on Instagram and Facebook of doing the, getting the followers by doing the, 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 the <laughs> algorithm rules of pointing yeah. at stuff or doing the dances yeah. or doing the things that don't see, that, that seems silly. I know that, that they're not, they're popular, but they're just, yeah. we just both just felt we, cliche. Yeah. Yes. It just wasn't well, us. So we're like, well. And also I was taking a medication for my cancer that was thinning my hair out really bad. <laughs> And so selling a shampoo while you have really thin hair is like just not, I wasn't the greatest role model for the com- a rep for the company. So it just wasn't a good fit for us. So we, we did, we tried it for a little bit. We have a lot of products. <laughs> if anybody needs some shampoo. It's, it's great. It's a, a great company, great products. Yes. And yeah. great people. The, yeah. the team we had, we're, we're working with, you know, they're doing great things. And yeah. so. Uh, My sister did yeah. it for a little did bit. Did she? Okay. okay. So I think so she yeah. still has the product, but yeah, yeah I think yeah, she's no thing. longer repping. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So we did that. We had also then, um, Went through all the hoops, got all the licensing to become notaries. Mobile <laughs> so, notaries. Mobile notaries. So that was going to be the, the next thing. And it just, that also is not our, Karina's like, what are we doing? This is just more paperwork. And it's like, <laughs> I'm already in finance and having I'm to just do paperwork. And job. This wasn't what we, this isn't fun. <laughs> so then we thought, okay, well, we had that in our back pocket, but well, okay, what do we really want to do that's <laughs> fun? 
and you know, I, I have been painting for a while since moving back over here, and I thought, you know, I need to get my work out there, I need to get some exposure, and, um, but I always let that fear of, oh, what if I'm not good enough, you know, hold me back, and so, um, so with this, we, I have gotten so much more exposure, and people reaching out, and people embracing and saying, you know, yeah, I'd love to have your work in my place, and so I've got some really good connections now nice. with some people, yeah, so that's been going well, and, um, I think and the, yeah, but the love of flowers too. It's like everybody yes. loves flowers, whether it be for you know, and they need them, whether it be yes. a good occasion, a sad occasion, an I'm sorry occasion. <laughs> everybody needs flowers. We're yes. like, you know what? They're, at the time, we didn't think there were very many mobile build your own bouquet bars in the area, so we just thought, you know what? Let's give this a try. It's going right. to be a lot of fun, and we'll learn along the way. And I think you know we're kind of shifting the direction of where the company is going based on. What, what, yeah, response mm -hmm. and, and what we need to thrive, but mm -hmm. it's been a lot of fun along the way, so. Yes, we've met so many people, and that's been great, because we're both kind of the introverted personality, but when you push yourself and get out there in the public, and just having those conversations with people from, you know, other states that are like, oh, I know someone who's doing this, or oh, I just love this idea, this is so fun, and, you know, just people that you would never connect with normally, you know, you'd maybe talk to someone online or whatever, but just getting out there and you know, having people like, I'm buying flowers for someone I hate. Have you ever done that? <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? Oh, my mother-in-law. I can't stand her, but I'm going to buy flowers for her. It's like, well, that's great. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, and then we actually, we had two people in a row that came yeah. up, and the next guy comes up. Do you ever buy flowers for someone you hate? And it's like, what is this day? <laughs> Surreal. But, yeah, or, you know, a lady coming up in tears. You know, her dad had just passed away the day before, and she was getting flowers for her mom. So you get to hear all the stories of, you know, oh, we're getting engaged, and do you do weddings? And, you know, so it's been, it's been so nice just to meet the community that we live in and, you know, being able to travel to some other communities as well and people you know oh we saw you online we had to come down and say hi and oh, cool. so yeah we've been getting some recognition that way I think just because the bus is so fun and and you know the online presence people are starting to talk so <laughs> yeah. yeah well and I think you know I was looking at your guys Instagram um, prior to the podcast and stuff and it looks like you guys figured out your own little rhythm of how you do it and you guys produce nice little videos and fun yeah, like that's that. been a lot of work. Yes. <laughs> a learning curve. Like, hey, what do I do? You know, I ha and luckily I have five daughters who are all, you know, in that, mom, you got to try this. You got to do that. You got to. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, that's been, it's a lot of work keeping it up is. on social media, but um, yeah. you have to do it. You have to make that, you know, so people know you're out there. Right. So. Well, keeping up on it. And then what always gets me when it comes to it is like, <clears throat> you watch these like 15 to 30 second videos that take hour or so to produce yes or <laughs> like, if you're someone like me it's like five hours later it's like what song really goes with this i don't know and you're scrolling through all the music like be quiet i can't hear this song yeah so yeah yeah it's, no it's definitely a, it's it's a, a challenge lot of work. It's and a then challenge. like responding and interacting right. and yes. all those things. Yeah, it's, it's not, not like you get the post and you're not, done. Yes, <laughs> it's not just a simple little, and then, you know, Karina's like, did you remember to do this? Did you remember to do that? Oh, no. I forgot. Okay. New list. <laughs> or she posts to her other account. She's oh, like, oh, I keep yes. posting my personal account. I have a personal account. account for my yep. art, and then I have the business account, and I 
always end up on the wrong line. Like, oh, that wasn't supposed to go to that account. And it doesn't. There's there's no way to like copy and paste it. So you have to no. redo everything yes. you just did. Exactly. And, yeah. Yeah. It's yes. been interesting, but I figured you know I'm kind of doing a little bit of both with my art and the flowers, so it's okay if we intermingle a little yeah. bit. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So, yeah. so in there, you guys mentioned that um, you initially thought there wasn't a lot of pop up bouquet. Uh, flower things. Yes. Something has changed you, your mind on that? Well, we're discovering more. People yes. are like, there's a gal that's bringing one up from Texas that's parked in La Conner now, and yeah. there's antique flower truck in Snohomish, and she travels around a little bit too. I think she's mostly Snohomish area, and she has a gorgeous antique truck. I don't know if you've seen it. Um, it's really pretty. Um, or the fl- the flower, the trailer that Darlington. Oh yeah, yeah, Forish. they've changed. Uh huh. Yeah. So we've it. started to meet some. I have. We haven't met all of them yet, but we've met some. They're all super nice, nice people. Um, and we, but we get flowers from the same sources, so we <laughs> we end up seeing posts and connecting that way too. You know, okay. Getting to to see where others are at. But um, I know that you know there's so much room for flowers everywhere. So yeah. it's not like it's a competitive vibe or you know any of that so yeah. it's yeah it's still it's great and it just in fact brings awareness up even more so yeah but. and do you guys what are some things that you guys do um maybe as differentiators or things that you know everyone's going to have their slight different twist on on this right well the artwork for sure is it because a lot of times i'll set up you know several pieces of art which um most of the floral vendors have you know just just the flowers Um, and we've also talked about incorporating we've done some plants um, we've talked about incorporating candles and just some other uh, quicker grab-and-go fun things that go well with flowers so um, Karina does cookies but (laughs) um, yeah I had one of the cookies um, when you guys were out here and whenever someone tells me it's like vegan or gluten-free or something I'm always like Okay, I'll try it. But, yeah. like, those were really good. Sure. So. Wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, I love to bake, so that's another fun spin. We were just trying to think outside the box to incorporate other things to draw people in and share with the community. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Very cool. So um, you guys have just gotten through your – this has been your first summer, right? Correct. With everything? Mm-hmm. How did that your first summer go? It was good. I felt like, you know, we've gotten a lot of good exposure. We've gotten to know a lot of the community members and the other businesses that have also been super supportive of, you know, we'd love to have you park at our place. Um, We're having this event. Here's the winery event. You know, all of these different um, sources of um, places to go and, and meeting the people has just been incredible. We were learning things about, you know, like growing your own flowers, you're going to make a lot more money um, (laughs) profit wise. And so it's been, you know, trial and error as far as gauging, um, how many flowers to have on the bus for a certain event, you know, because you just don't know. Yeah. Um, you know, we've been up at Christensen Nursery on weekends, and there's so many people up there that already grow their own. So they're like, oh, your dahlias are gorgeous. Mine are. And then they launch into about their own flowers, so they're not going to buy. <laughs> so, <laughs> so then, you know, we have leftover flowers that day, but then we get connections with the art, you know, and, oh, you need to be in this gallery, and I teach art, and, you know, here, give, here's my car, you know, that kind of thing. So. Yeah. Yeah. Every every event we've had good connections or feedback from someone that makes it worth doing the event. Yeah. So that's been good, and so yeah, it's it's 
been a great journey so far. Yes, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. And it's fun, too, just to be able to find, usually at one event, we'll find one person like, oh, they look like they could use a bouquet, or they look like they could use a flower. And it's fun to get to brighten people's days as well as we go about the journey. That's a fun part of this. Surprising them, yeah. yes. You, you actually have a little couple who comes here on Saturdays that we've noticed, and so Karina ran over and handed her a bouquet one day through the window, and she's like, what is this for? And it's like, because you just look like... You're a fun couple, and you That's need right. a bouquet of flowers. So. Nice. <laughs> so, That's yeah. awesome. It's fun being able to do that. Very cool. So then, um, now that you guys kind of have this first summer under your belt, what do you guys kind of see as um, your next steps, and, and what are things that you want to change and, and advance in the company? I would definitely think if we can get a brick and mortar, whether it be out of our home or in a location, I think that will... Um, keep us busier on a daily basis as far as having a customer base and returning customers and just letting them know that we are here and mm -hmm. that we're available and consistent. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Definitely, yes. And then, um, like I said, getting uh, my artwork, I've been making connections and putting it into different locations, so that really will help with exposure um, as well. But, yeah, I think definitely... Uh, getting into more products and besides just flowers um, and we're also steering like I said towards the corporate events as well regarding the flowers because um, it just is a win-win because they get the business right off they get em the employees get appreciated and you know your flowers are sold for the day so yes yeah <laughs> so yeah those are kind of some of the avenues that we're, we're planning on nice working towards yeah very cool and on the the new product stuff like candles stuff like that are those things that you're looking to make in-house or are you trying to find good vendors in the area probably a little bit of both um we we have been making some connections with other people so we we have some sources but we love treasure hunting and um just those vintage finds we'd like to be doing some of that art as as well as well so yeah nice yeah very cool mm -hmm. All right. And then um, what are you guys kind of planning? I mean, as we move into the winter months, you guys can't do pop-ups as much. Um, what are you guys kind of looking at as we hit winter? I'll be painting a lot more. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I'll probably be focusing on seeing what we can do for getting the brick and mortar, whether that be tackling, redo we'd be redoing a garage, basically, and converting it into our work workspace, artist studio, probably be open on weekends for people to be able to come in and hunt for the treasures and the finds and mm -hmm. Jackie's art and um, we're going into ceramic classes so I think we're hoping to be able to do our own mugs and pottery and mm -hmm. cool. candles yes. with yeah we took our first our first pottery class a couple months ago and Oh, it was so much fun. Yeah. So we made all this high school looking pottery. <laughs> but I did make some good mugs. You they were pretty cute. Mugs. Yeah. Very cool. But yeah, you know, you can't. I teased her I might have to stick to the baking the first couple <laughs> classes. But no, it's going good. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Nice. Yeah, yeah so. we've, uh, I've met different people that do have thrown pottery and stuff like that. And um, some people, like a lot of people I've talked to, like they just loved it. Like immediately they were like, I didn't like this or this type of art, but like I did this and I yes. immediately connected with it. It was very therapeutic. I just felt like, you know, you go there and you just get to the wheel and you're making a mess, but you're having fun and you're just not thinking about anything else. So yeah. it's just a lot of fun just to get in there and get your hands on and create, even if it's ugly. <laughs> yeah. It's still so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so. yeah. Very cool. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, I like to end every podcast with some rapid-fire questions. Mm -hmm. So the first one is, what purchase of $100 or less have you enjoyed the most in the last three months? 
I'd say our pottery kit because we got to do the pottery. That's <laughs> a lot of fun. I think um, in the end of August, we, my husband had taken us to dinner at Azteca, and it happened to be, it would have been my parents' anniversary. Mm. Um, and a couple came in, and it was their 52nd anniversary. Just the sweetest couple sat behind us, and my husband just said, you know what, I want to buy their dinner. I want to buy their drinks. And so their granddaughter actually happened to be one of the waitresses, so he called her over, and she's like, well, all they're doing is sharing a tequila. He's like, they're sharing it? Yeah, they didn't. They just share a tequila. They, they already had dinner. They're not hungry. And he ended up buying, a, buying them a gift certificate for another time to go and use. And Aww. just really, it was touching to me yeah, that, yeah. you know, that would have been our parents' anniversary date. They were celebrating theirs, and it was just a nice thing to do. Oh. So mm-hmm. made us feel good when we left to know that we participated a little bit in their anniversary. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Um, who is the most influential person uh, outside of your family in your life? Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Jesus For is sure. mine. He's always got my back. Uh, I, I would have to agree, Jesus. And then just there's so many great mentors out there. I think if you know whether it be on the financial side of things, people I've met through the auto industry, or the people we're meeting right now through the what the business we're doing right now. Um, I think if you just can take a little bit from everybody, take you know, their mentorship, their advice, their guidance, um, it just makes you more successful. Yeah. Yep. All right, this is a fill-in-the-blank question. It's, I know this is weird, but I've always wanted to blank. Write a book. Write a book? Write a book. Very cool. I have a fear of heights, but I've always wanted to learn how to fly a plane, so. Okay. (laughs) That's weird. (laughs) It's a a little different, right? Because you're in control of it. Right. If you had said, like, I want to go skydiving, I'd have been like, okay. (laughs) You are crazy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, who is an interesting or fascinating person that I should interview next? Have you ever been interviewed yourself? Yes. You have? Okay. Yes. So that'd be one. Oh, I think there's so many people in this community. That's a hard one to... I mean, there's so many badass women out there running businesses. Yes. The Camino Shop, the Stanwood Cupcakes. Just James. Um, Just James. Yeah. Ladders. She's got two locations. Uh, yeah. You know? So yeah. there's just so many. It would be hard to pick one. Yes. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. All right. And then lastly, what piece of advice would you give your 20-year-old self? I would say don't let fear stand in your way of achieving dreams or going after your dreams because so many people hesitate and they self-talk themselves out of things, you know, Mm -hmm. because they doubt themselves. And um, I still tell myself, (laughs) it's like, what are you afraid of? Just do it, you know. Um, Just talk to the person and... And what, what's the worst thing that can happen, you know? So I think just even if you don't know all the answers or have everything figured out, just start and, yeah. do, and go after what you want to go after. Yeah. So. Yeah, don't, definitely don't sweat the small stuff. Things like when you're in your 20s can seem like such big deals really aren't, and you'll get through it and just keep that positive attitude and keep moving forward. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very cool. Well, thank you both so much for joining me on the podcast today. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks, Thanks for, for having, having us. us. Yeah. It's a pleasure. And Islanders, I will talk to you on the next one. Well, a big thank you to Karina and Jacqueline for joining me on the podcast today. And thank you for listening. Remember, if you have any ideas about how I could update the format of this podcast, email me at voice at Camino Commons or send me a message on Instagram at the Camino Voice. And for more information on this episode, you can go to CaminoCommons.com slash podcast. That's CaminoCommons.com slash podcast. Thanks for listening and see you next time.